Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today we have Aaron on from Kudo Board, and we'll be learning about the business case or the use case for why his prospects and customers pick Kudo Board. So, Aaron, would you do us a favor and introduce both yourself and Kudo Board? Absolutely. Uh, William, first of all, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited to be here. Um, as far as some background, my name is Aaron Rubens, CEO of Kudo Board, and what Kudo Board is, it's essentially a you know a workplace. Um, appreciation platform used for things like replacing the card that's passed around and signed on birthdays, work anniversaries, special occasions, you know, things like company events, and then also shout outs back and forth, peer appreciation, things like that. So historically, we would have looked at this as kind of a a recognition, total recognition. I mean, it, this, the category originated in service awards. You know, the, you work somewhere for 50 years, you get the gold watch, whatever the bit was. And uh, and the category has grown over time. And I like the way that you've, you know, workplace uh, application or appreciation platform. I, I have, I like that because it, the focus is on appreciation, which is, which is really, really nice. I mean, the workplace, yes, that's where, and the platform and software got it. But the emphasis is on appreciation. What 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 are you seeing trends wise now in kind of the wonderful world of appreciation? Yeah, you know, I, I think the big thing that gets people excited about Kudo Board specifically is that it really is bottoms up and driven by employees as opposed to being kind of a top-down implemented platform. So, you know, the way Kudo board is typically introduced in an organization isn't someone from HR reaching out to us with through an RFP or an RFI or whatever. Right. It tends to be, you know, an individual employee saying, "Hey, you know, it's my colleague's retirement. I need some way to pull together a bunch of a bunch of my colleagues to wish them happy retirement and maybe we're not all in the same office anymore. We're remote or we're hybrid. We're looking for a way to bring everyone together." So they find Kudo board and we have options where people can kind of use it ad hoc. Um for kind of an individual use case. So they'll, they'll do that and then people will see it and it'll kind of spread and spread and spread. And by the time we're usually talking to someone in HR who's, you know, buying it more broadly, you know, we can say to them, hey, you know, you already have 3,000 people at your organization using this one off. Um, so I don't have to make the case right. that, I, you know, right. I swear people are going to love it. Um, there's already that proof point. Uh, so I, to, to me, that's that's really the big um, trend that that we're seeing is like, how can this be something that, really employees are driving that's that's really kind of almost consumer in how easy it is to use um and then kind of use that as a proof point when you're looking to kind of engage more broadly uh with the organization i love that so in in, in a one in, in in a way it's a rogue adoption so you can get people outside the organization to use it and then once you've got some density then you can go into the front door and say hey <laughs> but your folks are using this. Why don't we figure out an enterprise model, et cetera? Is that correct? Exactly. And to be frank, I don't know if we've made a single large enterprise sale without already having substantial ad hoc density. Oh, that's um, cool. And, 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 you know, sometimes to be honest, it's not even HR that brings us in. It's someone in IT 
who's like, hey, I'm seeing all these people using it, but they're not on single sign-on or they're not, you know, they haven't gone through our vendor onboarding process. And it turns out, you know, everyone's just using their card, paying $5.99 or $19.99 at a time. And so they've kind of gone around the process. So, you know, IT brings us in because they want us to kind of go through the front door, get single sign-on set up, get the integration set up, all that sort of stuff. Right. So what's, is there anything different, um, squarely Gen X, so I'll ask a, a, a generational question. <laughs> is there anything that you're seeing that's playing out with either uh, millennials, elder millennials, uh, or Gen Z that's kind of playing out as in terms of what they want from appreciation? Yeah, no, it's, it's a great question. And we do see you know a pretty wide swath of people using our product because, you know, it's, everyone has a birthday, right? Everyone has right. a work <laughs> anniversary or whatever else. Um, but I think one of the big, we have a particular density in um, tech companies, which, which probably trend a little bit more millennial and Gen Z. Right. And what we often see is, you know, Kudo board specifically, you kind of get a canvas, this board that people can add, whether it's a picture or a GIF where they create a video or add, you know, there's all sorts of different components that people can add to it in order to essentially express themselves and, and give someone appreciation in a really authentic way. And one of the big things I see is there is that demand, particularly among our, you know, tech customers to allow, allow people to be authentic and give them the tools to sort of express themselves in that way. So I, I don't know if that's a generational difference, but I, right. I don't feel like I get a lot of the questions around, hey, can I just get like, you know, 10 prefabricated birthday messages that I can pick one of them? It's more like, hey, how, how can I have fun with this and, right. and create something that's a little bit special for the recipient? Oh, that's fantastic. Now, is there a social component to uh, to Kudo Board? Is there is there a, 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 the software itself? Do they... Do they do things inside or do they do externally through you know, Twitter, TikTok, et cetera? Like, is there, where, where do they appreciate? Where do they show their appreciation? I guess is the, is the question. Yeah. So there's, there's a few different ways that it's used um, you know, within an organization. It tends to be mostly internal use. So I mentioned, you know, the birthdays, right. work anniversaries, things like that. There are also other kind of larger events. So, you know, it's, it's October right now. We have a bunch of organizations that are using it for, you know, a Halloween costume contest where everyone can, you know, post themselves on the kudo board in their costume and then their their colleagues can vote on, you know, which one they like the best. And maybe there's a little surprise associated, things like that. But it's still something that's um, internal to the organization that's being shared, you know, on the internet or things like that. That said... We actually have quite a few nonprofits that use Kudo Board, and they tend to have much more of an external focus. So I'll give you an example. Um, the Carter Center uses Kudo Board each year to wish uh, Jimmy Carter happy birthday. He just turned 98 a few weeks ago. And so they invite, you know, they blast it out on social media and invite, you know, their list of however, hundreds of thousands of people, and they get tons and tons of posts and they, you know, it's kind of everywhere. And it's being reposted frequently on, you know, Facebook or Twitter or other social media. Um, and so in those cases, it tends to be more of external in terms of where you gather people to post and then where they kind of share it back out after the content is collected. But that tends to be more organizations like nonprofits or other ones that want to have that more public facing. Right. More, yeah, they want they want to, they want people to see it so exactly. that they can then do something with it. Exactly. Um, 
the obviously we talked about the employee kind of experience. Um, what's the administrator's experience? What's the, I mean, what uh, analytics or, because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking specific, I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I'm, a lot of folks have tried to bring appreciation and tie it to performance in some way, yeah. shape or form, right? Dotted yeah. line or, or straight line or whatever. They've tried to tie it to that. So I'm wondering like with your customers and even your prospects, what do they, from an administrative perspective, what do they want out of Kudo Board? Yeah, great question. And, um, you know, I'd say I'll, I'll share kind of where we're at today and where where we're going. Um, so on the administrative side, you know, there's a lot that you can do in terms of obviously like setting privacy levels, managing users, all that sort of stuff. On the data side, you know, you can obviously see like number of boards being created, number of posts being created, dig in, like drill in more deeply, like, oh, it's, you know, this many are for shout out boards for peer recognition, this many boards are being created for birthdays or for, you know, get wells or, or whatever. So you can kind of dig in there. But I will say that we've pretty explicitly stayed away from trying to turn Kudo board into, you know, a, a performance, a sort of hey, here's how this ties to performance. And, and the right. reason is, and I'm not saying we haven't had customers ask because we have, um, sure. but but we sort of believe that for people to really feel like this is a, a fun, authentic place to, to tell people in your organization or, or even outside that you care about them, it, it almost has to be divorced from, you know, your review at the end of the year. So... You know, I actually discourage customers like, oh, we want to track how many, you know, make sure everyone gave at least 50 posts in the year and that's going to be one of their whatevers. And not many people say that, but when we when they do, we try to say, hey, listen, your people are already using it. You know that it's it's sort of driving value in the organization today. Let's not try to cloud that by making it a requirement because suddenly it's it's not a fun thing to do right. when it's, it's right. something that you have to. And it's not something that makes, because fundamentally, right, I believe people... Um, companies adopt these platforms because it brings their employees closer together, closer to each other, closer to the mission of the organization. It creates that connective tissue, particularly for these, you know, hybrid or remote organizations where that's more difficult. And you can really cloud that by trying to turn it into just one more thing you have to do. So we, long story short, we have sort of a, a little bit of a line where we say, hey, it is this, it's, it's not so much that. I love it. Does uh, Kudo Board, in terms of, like with your customers, what do they ask that it needs to be, or do they? Shouldn't be assumptive uh, that that Kudo Board needs to be integrated with in terms of other technologies or workflows. Yeah, it, it's definitely something that we're thinking about more um, as we as we continue to grow. So, you know, one of the first things that we did a while ago was create integrations with some of the other communication platforms that customers used. So things like Slack and Teams where a lot of their time is already being spent and making sure that, you know, you can automatically deliver a, a Kudo board into a channel or notify a person when they're tagged in a post through Teams or whatever else. So that's sort of already in place. And, you know, one of the next things that we're really excited about and we've already started to, to launch is like, how can we how can we allow them to integrate some of their HRIS systems with Kudo board so that, you know, yeah. if there are specific events that you want to happen systematically, you don't necessarily have to do it in a manual way. So let's right. say, you know, you, you want 
you want every new employee to receive a welcome kudo board on their first day on the job. And you want every single one of them to have their team sign it. We already have a lot of companies doing that right now, oh, like but they're they doing do. it. Oh, yeah, that's a great. No, no. I, well, uh, well it's, a, it's a wonderful kind of a, uh, an extension of the onboarding experience. For sure. And, and right now, again, it's, it's right now sort of in the hiring manager's hands to do that. And they've had a ton of success. But we now are getting the question like, hey, this is going great. We want to do it across the entire company. So how do we automate that? And so that gets more to the HRIS integrations, which is, which is something that's on our roadmap um, for Q4 and beyond. So let's do some buy side uh, stuff real quick. One is, is your favorite part of the demo when you show Kudoboard to someone for the first time, what's the aha moment for them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the very first thing I do, I, I almost never come with slides to a presentation. Right. I immediately have a few different sample boards that we have permission to share that sort of exemplify these use cases we talked about, whether it's sort of a special occasion or a company event or a shout outs. Um, and I pull them up and kind of talk through some of the features that are on there, but then ask them like, hey, are there any you know company events that you have coming up that this would make sense for? Um, and that tends to be where things get exciting or when they start to engage with like how they would use it or could use it, particularly if there's like multiple people in the demo and they can kind of bounce ideas back and forth off each other. Um, so that tends to be a, a real aha moment. Um, and, you know, particularly for like the, you know, I use the example of a Halloween costume contest, but you know, next month is, is November and a lot of organizations do various like gratitude events with Kudo Board. Um, and sometimes they want to have, you know, additional control. So, hey, we're going to invite 5,000 people to participate here. How do we moderate it? And so showing like, oh, yeah, you can actually just toggle this on and new posts go to a queue and you can see them first before they go live. Um, and, and just kind of showing them how easy it would be to set up an event for a large group of people can get them really excited, particularly because oftentimes before it was like, oh, we send out a Google survey and then we combine it all together and then we present it out. And like there's all these steps that they kind of combined other tools to do it, where now they just have to kind of click one switch on and, and launch it. I love that. So difficult question, but it, not, not, not necessarily difficult, but it's, it's one that I know the practitioners probably struggle with is how do they build a budget for appreciation? Like what are they, the math, like how do they, is, you know, is it a, a dollar amount per employee? Like how do you help them navigate that how much they should go and get in terms of budget for appreciation? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. And I don't think I've, we sort of fully answered it yet for every organization, or perhaps a better way to say it is every organization is a little bit different in how they think about it. Um, you know, usually when we come in, we can say, hey, this is the number of people already using it. This is how much they're already spending. Um, this is sort of the additional features, functionality, et cetera, you'd get by moving over to an enterprise um, plan. So there is that little bit of a reference point of like spend already occurring. Um, but usually when it's someone in, you know, either internal comms for more of like the event uses or HR for more of like the appreciation uses, they already kind of believe it's important. Um, so I'm not having as much kind of conversation with them about what their budget is. It's more a question of like, 
are they slotting us in or do they have another in-house solution or are they going to keep doing it ad hoc or whatever else? But it's not sort of convincing them that appreciation should be a line item because that's sort of why we're talking to begin with. And I think part of that true, William, to be honest, is we do very, very little outbound selling. Right. The only right. people we're talking to are ones who have come to us or already have substantial kind of penetration of Kudo board. And then we reached out and said, hey, you have 10,000 people using it. Let's talk. So <laughs> we just haven't had, and, and you know, down the road, I'm sure we will be thinking more about like, what's the message that sure. we send to someone who's not yet bought into appreciation as a thing that should happen within an organization. So your favorite, most recent customer story without brand names or company names. So like, so, so company that's using Kudo board and you're like, wow, just blown away by the way they're using it. Mm, great question. Um, Give me a second to think about that one. And while you're thinking about that one, my 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 other question that I was going to ask is, uh, you know, kind of an extension around budget. It's it's having it's it's understanding the importance of recognition and appreciation in terms of values. Like, have you have you seen candidates or even employees care more about appreciation? You know post-COVID or even because of COVID, have you seen more of an uptick in hey, people caring about it, people having more empathy? So I just wanted to get your take on that as well. So yeah, yeah, customer absolutely. story, empathy story. Perfect. So I know, I know, you know, this, obviously you, you focus a lot on sort of recruiting in that initial part of the employee journey. So I'll kind of talk about a particular use there. And that is, you know, I mentioned earlier, certain organizations, every new employee gets a kudo board the first day of their job. But what we've seen more recently is some are actually going a step further. And when they make an offer to an employee, the, the group that had been on the hiring team will put together sort of a congrats, you know, we love getting to know you, we hope to, you know, we hope to see you soon, that sort of thing. And it gets delivered. Um, and that had always been the case ad hoc, but we're now seeing some organizations do it at scale, um, where it's kind of across the recruiting organization as something that gets sent out. Um, to new employee offers. And I think it is just, you know, it someone's not going to hate a job and be unexcited about it and, and get a kudo board and like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go. Um, <laughs> so I'm not going to make that sort of claim. But I do think that these little touches um, let people know really from day one, or, or even in this case, from day, you know, negative one, that you care about them and that this is going to be a special place to work. And so that, that's just been an interesting one that I was working with a customer on last week and was really cool to see, particularly at scale when they were, you know, doing thousands of these um, and seeing kind of how they manage that. I love it. And then uh, empathy. What's, yeah. What have you seen in terms of, uh, again, appreciation, praise, recognition, a lot of these, I don't know if they're synonyms, but the way that people think of them, um, you know, there might've been a way that they thought about them pre-COVID and, and a way that they think of them now. Yeah. So, you know, we saw a huge uptick in demand during um, sort of the, the early days of COVID, but really that's continued to this day. And, and that's mostly been driven by, I think, two things. One, you know, the, the core of Kudo Board was the, you know, reinvention of the card that's passed around and signed. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's since expanded from there, but obviously that's not possible when you can't actually pass around a card and sign it. And so <laughs> people were looking for other ways to sort of do that thing to recognize their colleagues on these moments that matter. Um, 
And so there was a, a huge tailwind there. But I think it went hand in hand with all of these organizations trying to think about like, how do we keep people feeling connected, valued, right. engaged right. when they're not all in the same place? <laughs> um, it's easy enough to do when they're th- three chairs over. Like, exactly. Hey, <laughs> exactly. That was fantastic. That was <laughs> no, awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so I think those two things hand in hand were, were huge boons, but really not things that we've seen slow down materially since um, even out now as, you know, right. what the, what work is continues to evolve. Um, right. I, I would say though, that, you know, now that we're sort of in a macroeconomic environment where, you know, there's a little, there's more uncertainty in terms of where things are going and whether things need to be cut back and all that kind of stuff you know, that, that conversation comes up, but I will say that, you know, kudo board relative to other options is substantially less expensive and right. so we can typically say hey listen you know you can either buy each of your employees a cup of starbucks a year or use use kudo board for the year what would be more valuable like one cup of coffee per employee for the year or having all this and, and so we can we can kind of connect it to some of the other perks that they offer that aren't wildly expensive that still are sort of on par with what they pay to make Kudo Board available to their entire set of employees. You know, Aaron, what I love about Kudo Board is, you know, um, I'm really super sarcastic, like in personal <laughs> life, right? Super, really, like some most people have no idea, right? So, so I'm that sarcastic. And also, when I'm being sincere, uh, people then don't trust it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I have a problem with sincerity. It's that they don't trust it because I'm so sarcastic. So that's why I love something like this is like I can show appreciation and there's no context. I mean, there's no other stuff uh, related to it. And so I love what you're doing, man. Uh, and thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Good, really good to talk to you. Absolutely. And thanks for everyone listening to the Use Case Podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.